Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I think this will be the 76th episode, if I can even say 76. But either way, kind of crazy, getting closer to 100. I'm just going to keep on going. So yeah, today I want to talk about the importance of going outside, going into nature, getting sunlight on your skin and in your eyes, and why I've been doing it the past week or two. Yeah, week or two. Not that long, honestly. I've kind of been really an inside bird for the past year and a half, ever since I started this podcast. It's like I got so engrossed by my podcast work and editing and clip making and recording podcasts and writing up stuff. And I don't know if you, if you look back about a year ago, you'll see that I am a pale MF. I am one of the more pale people I've ever seen. And my brother would always make fun of me, which is fine. But this year I've been trying to switch that. I've decreased my workload in regards to the podcast, and now I've been able to spend a little bit more time outside. Every single morning, I wake up, I sit on my porch, and listen to an audiobook, and look towards the sun, not at the sun, but Huberman's always talking about that, and it's been very helpful. And then soon after, I take a walk, keep listening to that audiobook, and I've been able to shred through audiobooks, get sun, become tan, feel great, and sleep amazing. And those are just small small reasons why, but I kind of wanted to do an in-depth dive of why if you're stressed or if you're not enjoying your life at the moment, it'd be interesting to see how just going outside for a 20-minute walk could truly change that. And it's changed that for me, and I don't know if I'm ever going to stop because it's, a new, it's one of my new favorite things. So yeah, uh, I guess there's been quite a few studies that show that Going outside and being in nature can help reduce stress, anxiety, depression. Those are all kind of buzzwords, but either way, you get the gist. It helps you relax and restore qualities. I shouldn't be reading. I should just be – it helps reduce the stresses that are found in typical urban environments. It's like we – a lot of us live in cities where – you know, there's concrete there, a building there, and there's hardly any trees and hardly any nature. And you'd be surprised on just how going out into a nature trail for a little bit can just completely shift your mood. If you've been super, super stressed scrolling on Twitter and seeing all these annoying things on your news feed that are pissing you off, you'd be surprised at how just walking outside would solve that problem. No longer are you going to be stressed. You're actually probably going to want to go hug some people, which is awesome. So yeah. I, I've seen just my anecdotal experience over the past two weeks, quite a bit of a mental health improvement, just like less stressed and almost more accomplished. Like, it's like, it tells a story. Someone asked, what'd you do? I, I did this. I went on a walk. I did that, that, and that. And it's like, it just adds to the list of things that you've accomplished. And, and it's, it's a great thing to add on in my opinion. And people might actually ask. So where are you walking? And, you know, it starts a convo, which is cool. And yeah, like I also, I heard a study, I should be definitely double checking, but I think that taking walks on regular basis can truly help longevity. It's just that zone one cardio. But if you do that for enough time, it can, it can really be useful over the long term. Like you'd be surprised if you saw people in nursing homes that typically walked throughout their life versus people who didn't. There's a pretty solid difference. 
in regards to overweight, uh, mental health, uh, memory, etc. And yeah, that like let's say you know you're stuck inside and you probably aren't going to be in the mood to do something active. But if you can just push past that feeling of not wanting to go outside and get outside for a little bit, you might actually be in the mood to be like, huh, I'm not just going to walk today. I'm going to take a jog. Huh, man, the sun is just amazing. I'm going to sit here and do some push-ups. Wow. And just the things can add on as once you form the habit of like, I'm going to go outside, then you can form the habit of going on a walk, going on a jog, doing some push-ups. It's just, it's a beautiful little train that occurs. And yeah, I think that, you know, everyone knows, or at least everyone should know that exercising on a regular basis will help reduce the risk of the two worst, uh, ways or the two most likely ways you're going to die in America, which is heart disease and cancer. And if you exercise regularly, both of those risks decrease heavily. And so I'm a huge fan of decreasing those risks. And I think going outside is a great idea to help with that, especially due to the exercise that occurs when you're outside. All right. Another reason to go outside, vitamin D production. Maybe you heard about this a few years ago when COVID occurred. People were talking about how vitamin D can actually be pretty useful in decreasing the chances of getting COVID and the the symptoms of COVID once you have it. And I think it was showing that, yeah, 40 42% of the population has a deficiency in vitamin D. And this can be solved in literally just going outside for the most part. If you listen to my episode on DNA and genetics – the guy who I was interviewing said that he actually has a mutation that makes it no matter how much time he spends outside, he still has to supplement. Whereas some other people might, if they go outside just a little bit, they might have too much vitamin D. So it's like there's an interesting individual aspect to this. But on the majority, most people would benefit from going outside at least 15 minutes a day. And yeah, I also see a study that says 13% of American adults are on antidepressants. And I'm wondering if those 13% of Americans, how many percent of those people are regularly going on walks outside in nature? It'd be interesting to figure that out. I don't know how one would figure that out, but either way, if more people just got outside and started walking, I really think people would have less need to want to take an antidepressant. But, you know, I'm speaking from someone who's never taken any, but... It's just uh, just you know, putting some pieces together to try to speculate here. Yeah, and I guess, yeah, when I've been going on this walk, sometimes it's been useful to even just go on the walk and not put on any podcast or book and just go without my phone. And that has been kind of useful in the sense of like, hmm, what are what is my mind thinking about and what do I need to – what do I need to wrestle with in my mind? What problems do I need to solve? And I actually recently just got this small little notebook and it's pocket sized. So if I ever have a thought, I'm going to pull it out and I put notes on in here versus, hmm, I have a thought. Let me try to remember what it is. Let's try to put the, oh, I got a text from my girlfriend. Oh, I got three work emails. Oh, this, this, this. And it's just like, hmm, let's not do that. Let's uh let's go back in to the last century or two and start writing some notes manually again because I think 
that's going to help me. That's just a little side idea that I've had. But yeah, another interesting benefit from getting outside, specifically right when you wake up, getting outside and getting sun on your eyes. You may have heard of Andrew Huberman talking about it, but it helps set your circadian rhythm. If you're getting sun in your eyes right when you wake up, your body's knowing like, oh, okay, in 16 hours, you're going to have to, you're going to start feeling sleepy because you, that's, that's the natural sleep cycle. Eight hours sleep, 16 hours conscious. So as soon as I get outside right in the morning, by the time evening occurs, you're starting to feel sleepy. That's because of that circadian rhythm reset. And I'm the kind of person who, you know, I will be on my computer till two or 3 a.m., and that's one of the worst things you can do. That, that screws your circadian rhythm because this artificial light that you're putting in your eyes at 2, 3 a.m., it's making you feel like this is now the morning still or it's still during the day. And it makes it harder for you to wake up the next day and harder for you to fall asleep the next night. And, you know, I'm preaching to myself right now because I'm the person who really needs this. And it's been kind of useful to just as soon as I wake up, go right outside. As much as I don't want to wake up. Go right outside, go onto the porch for a little bit, and just take it all in. And honestly, like, yeah, it's been it's been great. I've noticed that quite a lot. Another interesting study showed that children who spend time playing outdoors versus children who spend more time playing indoors, they're going to have way less risk of ADHD and ADD. And it's interesting because it's like, huh. Who knew that just going outside and playing like any of our ancestors would provides better results than people who play on iPads all day in social media and without any sun. It's like there's some days where I've sat inside all day and I feel stressed out for no reason. I'm like, oh, I'm antsy. I'm annoyed. I'm irritable. And then it's like – and then I walk outside to go to the gym and I'm like, wow, life is nice actually outside. I was di busy dealing with all these screens and I was getting stressed out. Who knew that I could have just walked outside and changed that entire scenario? And I found that to be pretty beautiful. And yeah, let's see. Yeah, it said that – yeah, this, is, this study occurred back in 2004 that children who are inside most of the time when they're playing – have a high risk of ADHD compared to those who play outside on a regular basis. And when I want to, when I become a parent one day, my goal is to reduce the screen use as much as possible and get the children outside. And I would need to be in a great example here because I can't be the guy who's saying no screens. And then I got six screens in my room, one in my pocket, one in my glasses, one on my wrist. It's like, no, you can't, you know, that'd be, double standard right there so yeah just always thinking of the future you know me so another interesting thing is that when you're actually out in nature near trees there's something that trees re 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 release called phytoncides i can't even really say it phytoncides and they boost natural killer cells and this will also help reduce the risk of cancer and diabetes and heart disease and i found that to be pretty beautiful as well and you know if you learned back in science class back in the day trees emit oxygen 
And when you're surrounded by lots of trees, you're getting deeper, fresher air. You can take deeper breaths. And when you're inside in a stuffy room all day, you're not getting as much high-quality air. And that could also probably lead to lower mental health. Yeah, and I guess this practice is called forest bathing. It's it's a Japanese concept of being outside, taking in the phytoncides and the the increased oxygenated air. So, yeah, it's pretty beautiful. I I see that as a great strategy for a lot of people. And another thing that I've noticed is enhanced creativity. Like sometimes you're working on something whether it be coming up with podcast topics, trying to come up with business ideas. I'm speaking personally here. And then I'm kind of getting burnt out. Hmm. I don't exactly know what to talk about. I don't exactly know what the next business idea should be. I don't actually know what I should be working on. Going outside and taking that, taking those times to just reset your brain. It's like you're able to like rejuvenate, reset, relax, and just like completely reset. And after that, you're back and you're, you feel this like new ideas sparking either when you're walking, hence why you bring this journal, or after once you sit back down and you're like, huh. And the first thing that pops in your brain once you sit down, that truly adds to your creativity as well. And I find that to be kind of cool. And of course, there's cons to going outside, such as, you know, cancer, skin cancer. And I'm the kind of person who's like, I don't fully know. I've heard two sides of the story. One saying, wear sunscreen all the time. The other side saying, the only need, use sunscreen, you know, in the rough places where you're going to get the most sun. But time your sun exposure. If you get out in the sun earlier in the day or later in the afternoon, there's going to be less of a risk. And if you if your diet doesn't have as many inflammatory foods, your skin is going to actually have a natural protectant. And I don't know what exactly is true. I guess we'll find out later in life, but I'll keep doing some research. Maybe I'll do an episode fully on that later, but either way, let's see. Yeah, like it all kind of Another reason to go outside, it can increase your productivity and it kind of ties together with this enhanced creativity, enhanced concentration and focus. But either way, it's like it's like I just said, you're you're working and technically speaking, you can't work for more than 90 minutes without taking a break, like in the sense of being super productive. If you want to be at your most productive rate, Working for 90 minutes and then taking a rest is the best way to maintain peak efficiency. And I think some probably the best way to rest is to go outside into nature, taking that walk and, and unplugging completely. And there's quite a few mentors that I know that say that that's a strategy that they implement. And I'm going to implement it myself and pass it along to y'all. And there's another interesting thing that I've heard of, which is you know, as humans – like back in the day, we would have to be looking very far. Let's say we're out in nature, out on a mountain, overlooking a lake, overlooking a field. You're going to have to be looking. You're not going to have to be, but you have the ability to look miles and miles. You're going to be able to see four miles down the road, four miles at the mountain, four miles across the lake or more. 
And that actually allows your eyes to like, you know, it, it allows your eyes to use the farsightedness part of it where you can actually see far. Whereas typically in our current century, so many people look at things that are t- six inches away, two feet away, six feet away, and and they aren't really t- testing out their long-form vision. And that actually can help people – well, not help. It can actually make people get nearsightedness so that they can't see as well far away. And, and that's kind of why going outside can be a great practice. It's like I'm going to go outside. Oh, I'm going to sneeze as well. Yeah, I'm going to go outside and look a far distance. And yeah, I see that as a pretty cool benefit of going outside. Another one that I mentioned in my last episode, which is this idea of, okay, so many people are on dating apps, social media, video games, Netflix, and they aren't spending as much time in social events. And, you know, there's a lot of people that are lonely these days. Less people are in relationships, less people are engaging in marriage, less people are engaging in sex. And and with this decrease uh, amount of social interactions occurring, there's probably less people actually going outside. There's probably so many more people staying inside in their little bubble, looking at their feed, getting a negative view of the world like, oh – if they're watching a political feed, oh, all these people are stupid. If they're watching – if they're looking at dating apps, oh, no one's attractive in the world or no one I, – I can't find anyone. Or if they're on Netflix, they're like, uh, this story that I'm watching is better than the story I'm creating. But either way, if you, if these people would just shift and be like, all right – for about 20 minutes today, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to go find a trail, and I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to bring my dog. I'm going to go separately. I'm going to just go. You know what? Going to that place is going to help you select for people that are also interested in being fit, interested in improving their mental health, interested in growing as people, and – They're probably going to have more stories to tell than the people who are typically on their screens. So it's like, hmm, I'm lonely and depressed and I don't have a woman or a man. Well, I'm going to go to a place that might select for people that are higher quality that aren't just on their phones. Hmm, I'm just going to go to the, the, the nature trail nearby. It's like if you think of probabilities here, if you go to that same nature trail every day for the next four months of this summer, you are going to find someone that could be a potential match because who knows? They're going to see you one day and then they might be like, huh, who's that? And then they see you walking another day. They might have the courage to go up and say hi or maybe you're walking past each other and you say hello. And then it's like, in my opinion, that's kind of a beautiful way to do it. Way more beautiful than a dating app, in my opinion. And then you'd be, you're able to tell a story like, how'd you guys meet? We met on a nature trail. It's like... And this can this can go for anything. It's like playing in a rec soccer league or doing a triathlon or really anything. But yeah, that, 
I think that's a good strategy in my opinion to go and meet people. It's like people that are outside are typically happier and healthier. And if you want a happier, healthier mate, go outside. All right. Interesting stuff coming up here. Uh, for children especially, outdoor play can support many aspects of development, including coordination, balance, and motor skills. It also encourages imaginative play and learning about the world. This is interesting. I'm very blessed that my parents had me doing all kinds of activities outside, whether that be wakeboarding, surfing, snowboarding, volleyball, basketball, soccer, snowmobiling, motorcycling, swing set gymnastics, swimming, uh, there's probably a 10 more, you know, I just, I grew up in a style family that allowed me to do all those things and, you know, mountain biking, I could go on for a minute. And the beautiful thing is that I think it really has helped with coordination, balance and motor skills. It's like one of my goals one day is to go on American Ninja Warrior or American Ninja Warrior. My, uh, my nickname for a while used to be Harl's the Ninja, and I got to live that up. And I guess the point here is, is this might be, you know, there might be parents who are listening to this. Get your children outside. It seems like the, all the studies are saying, get them outside. Sure, put sunscreen on them, but yo, get them outside. Why in the world are so many children on iPads? You walk into a restaurant and you see a seven-year-old guy on an iPad and a eight-year-old girl on her phone on Instagram, and you're like, hmm, you know, isn't it interesting how alcohol you have to be 21, weed you have to be 21, cigarettes you have to be 21, but Instagram and phones and all this, you can really be any age, and you see kids that are seven on these things, and Instagram and, and screens are literally designed to be addicting. Why in the world are we doing this? Yeah, that that pisses me off slightly. But yeah, parents, get your kids outside and unplug them. And yo, you better unplug yourself also. Be a good example. So yeah, you know, it's just interesting. And let's see here. Ah, uh, yes. There's been some people that I've interviewed that talk about this concept of grounding or earthing, which is this idea of the earth has a negative charge. And when you have your bare feet on the ground and humans have a positive charge, it like helps. No, it, no, the screens that we use pu push us filled with protons, the positive charged atoms, whereas the earth is filled with electrons. And if you're standing on the earth and you're kind of more filled with protons today, the earth will pull some of those protons out, which can actually uh, help decrease stress, make you feel more connected with nature, improve your mood. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how much I believe it, but I'm just I'm I came up with tons of lists on why one should go outside, why one should be in nature, why one should be in the sun, and yeah, I I see it as such an interesting hack where you know I'm I've been so interested in health in the, in the past year or two, which is you know 
I intermittent fast on the daily. I have a cold plunge in my closet. I hit the sauna regularly. I do a hit workout every day. And, but I wasn't going outside. And I was spending so much time on these damn screens. And I see this is just a, another way for Harley to level up. That's literally what this podcast has been so useful for. Harley, how are you going to level up today? How are you going to level up tomorrow and the next day? Whether that be talking with someone interesting, doing research and learning more about X, Y, or Z, forming skills, increasing efficiency, becoming more humble, becoming more well-versed. I guess this is just another beautiful week of Harley learning more and trying to share it with the world. And yeah, this has been a great one for me. Like I, I see it as a beautiful strat of like, I go outside, I read books and po- listen to pods and then my brain gets sparked. I write down notes, new pod idea, new pod idea, new pod idea. There's an endless amount of ideas and I'm very, very excited for you guys to see them because even if no one watches, I don't give one crap. I'm here to level up as a human, and I see this as literally the best self-improvement thing one can do in the 21st century. I, I would love for someone to point out another thing that they could do besides a podcast that will help them level up as much as this pod does. So yeah, that's just – I guess that's just a call to those who might want to start a pod. Start one. It takes balls. It takes commitment. It takes courage. It takes consistency. All these things. But man, I really recommend it. it it's going to get you networked with very interesting people. And even if you do it by yourself, you're going to be forced to become more serious about life and more interested in more things and more knowledgeable in general. But yeah, I guess the call to actions here today are... Get outside, bring your children outside, go meet your significant other out on that nature trail, leave your phone inside, go be a real human for a little bit, get tan. People that are tan are more attractive, that's just a reality, and go do it. Farewell. (laughs)